Hello, this is Grant from the All Night Gamers podcast. I'd like to take a quick moment to remind all of our listeners to make sure that you are registered to vote. If you do not know and would like to check, please go to vote.org and make sure you are registered to vote. We are coming very close to this upcoming election, and we want to make sure that everybody participates for the health of this nation. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the All Night Gamers podcast. It's a whole nother mess of all sorts of stuff this week. Um, don't really know where to start, but we've got a whole kind of uh, melting pot of all video game news to go through. Uh, Dreamcast mini possibility, a bunch of new PlayStation updates, some more PS5 news, some more news from the Nintendo Treehouse that was this week. Uh, we're going to talk about some spooky games for Halloween coming up. A uh, whole mess of tidbits of all random things. And closing out with some Joy-Con news and Steve dropping in Smash. So welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I am joined by the usual crew, Alex, Cameron, and Cooper. Hello. Happy Halloween. Two weeks early. <laughs> I'll hey, just, they they might be listening to it two weeks out. I mean, really, this, We're entire, in October. this entire month is Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, how I consider it. Disney says it starts in August. <laughs> <laughs> the well, first alrighty. So let's first dive thing. into the news. Um, so there's been a lot of uh, rumors going around of Sega possibly considering a Dreamcast Mini as a new mini console. As I'm sure everyone knows, they released the Genesis Mini last year. Um, and it was really the only one that could compete with the Nintendo mini consoles in my eyes. It's very, very high quality. A lot of love put into it. The The game list is is a great encapsulation of the of the Genesis. Um, and is in the same league as the NES and SNES mini to me. Um, you know, it beats out the other stuff just like the Nintendo ones did. So, well, Let's be fair here. Sony didn't have a lot to offer with the PlayStation Mini. Yeah, hey, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was hard. Be fair to Sony. They had no. the original had, version yeah. of Persona 1 dubbed by four kids on there. Let's go. No, let's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's four kids dubs. Exactly. But you should have gotten it for 15 bucks so you could have played There's that. a reason that on the PSP it got redubbed by Atlas West for ours. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the proof is in the pudding because the Dreamcast Mini, I mean, the uh, the Genesis Mini, forgive me, um, even though it's not, it's full price anymore, it's still not like clearance price. It's like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. Nintendo's so. both disappeared. PlayStation's sat around for a long PlayStation time, but sat, it dropped well, enough that people were willing it, to buy it. Yeah, yeah, it it disappeared because it was, you know, fifteen to thirty dollars. I should have bought it when I saw it was fifteen, months. though. Yeah, I saw it. That's when I got mine. And I said fifteen bucks. I said, Shoot, yeah, all right, I'll buy it then. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, the only one that is actually of high quality besides the Nintendo ones. So I would super dig a Dreamcast Mini. I there was love another. You go ahead. There was another thing on that Fat Mitsu article though, because it's kind of 
the it's not really a rumor it's more the head was hinting at doing it but it wasn't just a dreamcast it was some other yeah Sega he, product he mentioned they done the console past. they did before the master system Ooh. so like a really old console but i doubt that that's what they would go with because no not a lot of people know about that um even i didn't until i heard about it and had to do some research on it but the dreamcast like i mean it's just kind of like a cult classic console like if you know you know it was really good so i would totally be down for is it still really good that's up to you dear listeners (laughs) well i mean like at the very least you got like what crazy taxi and jet set radio or jet grind radio um the original version of um sonic adventure was on there too original of wasn't two also on there yes okay and then the gamecube had battle um been a while since i've looked up what was on the dreamcast it'd be really cool if they kept like if they put a screen in the controller to emulate like the vmu screen from the original um i know they wouldn't like they wouldn't like remake the whole vmu thing but to have a little tiny lcd screen in there or something just to make it like the old days that would be incredible i would i would buy that full price dude imagine if nintendo did a GameCube Mini and a Game Boy Mini and made them work together. Or even N64 and uh, Game Boy. They already have a Game Boy Mini. Keep up, Cameron. It was created like a, Not the over micro. a decade. Yeah, the micro. Not the micro. No, because the Game Boy Micro doesn't have all the games built in. You still have to have the cartridges. Don't see them doing And plus, a like a Game Boy, Boy Mini, it's already small. Right, Boy macro. It's just time to put the game. <laughs> it's time for a Game Boy um Ultimate online. Mac. No, online on the Switch. Dude, they so that I can play certain games. The other ones though. Eh. Well, m- the Earthbound ones confuse me. That one drives me insane because I'm like, okay, why are they not releasing them here? And it's not like they can't. They did it on the Wii U, yes. And 3DS for um, at least the beginnings. No, no, no. No, they ported they might have that backwards. They, they ported it. The, I think beginnings is a new 3DS. Yeah, beginnings is on there as well. Oh, is it? Yes, because wow. that was like the... As soon as I learned that, I bought it because that's like the first time it was ever been released here. Yeah. It was yeah, on it was first it was released on, on the Wii U. Wii U virtual. But yeah. at the same, not at the same, at the same time as the Lucas Amiibo, Nintendo Japan released the uh, Mother Three for the Japanese Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Because of course I know that. Anyway, <laughs> it's just very interesting to me that they have. We know that they can do them, and then neither one is on are uh onlines it's not on the nes and it's not on the snes online guys it has been like five minutes and we already went from dreamcast mini to is earthbound beginnings on the wii u eShop. 
I mean, yes. It is. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Confirmed. Oh my goodness. This is. I mean, if you want interest, we all know like a lot of crazy facts, like how it was either Earthbound or Earthbound Beginnings that sold out digitally. It was Earthbound. On the e Earthbound? Yeah, on the eShop. Wait, no, what? it wasn't on the eShop. It was uh, their free code. They sold out a free digital codes. Sold out. They were tired sold of giving out. away free money. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's enough free money. We want some of that now. That's why they cut the physical game reward. Or, no, it was digital game rewards. But so It was digital games for your physical games. They cut that. But at least they're bringing back rewards. That's true, that's Slowly, true. but surely. Yeah, hey, my Dodo Airlines bag coming in uh, the day this podcast comes out episode. So, you know Your what I've been doing. shipped, and mine have not. I'm quite jealous. Okay, okay. I checked again today. UP USPS mm -hmm. still says they're awaiting the package. It's been like four days. And I get the weekend was in there. But I thought sh for sure by today. By like end of business today, they would have it. No. It's still a way oh, package. Hopefully that means that one maybe that just means they don't have it yet. That that's exactly what they mean. I don't know how. No, no, not but... UPS, Nintendo or their warehouse centers. Like maybe that means they don't have it to ship out yet. Well well then how do I already have a tracking number? That means they packed it and printed the label. Wait, Nobody wait. knows, but we should probably move on since we have a lot to cover. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I won't worry <laughs> more about that. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad, Al you know, Alex is really good at making himself laugh. He really is. Somebody has to. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, PlayStation's trophy system has been rehauled or overhauled rehauled yeah. um i have I, i've seen the posts all about it and people saying like their stats are like way better looking now than they used to be um but i still really don't understand how it works i don't see a difference besides that i was like level 12 and now i'm level 200 something yeah it just seems like the your trophies do a lot more for your level now i guess Oh, and they overhauled the the big overhaul was they now have like Microsoft's thing where it's like, oh, you're like this m percentage of the way through the trophy. So if you have to do like a hundred kills, it will be, and you've done ninety, it will be like you're ninety percent of the way through to get this trophy. Hmm. Well, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, pretty arbitrary, IMO. But it's a thing that exists, and it happened. <laughs> we don't really have That's much comment got. on That's all I've achievement got. systems. <laughs> um, speaking of Sony stuff, they've also are deciding to update the PlayStation Store on on uh, websites and the app on mobile. So you will no longer be able to buy PS3, PSP, or PS Vita games, and instead you must buy them on the console. That you have if you want them. Unless you're a PSP owner. But Man. you should have known years ago they shut down that store. Yeah. So if you all. Well, okay. Yeah. So if you want PS3 games or PS Vita games, you have to go. Or PSP games available through one of those other platforms. 
You have to buy it on the specific console store now. Man, uh, dude, I think a lot of my points expired. And this will be in effect on October 19th and for the website and the 28th for the app. So, so heads up if you really don't want to deal with the stores, which I understand. This coming Monday. Yeah, there's is PS3 store is so bad. They <laughs> broke it so terribly. Ooh. Huh. for a cheese. I know. $100 gift. Crazy. No, we, so we talked with Dory. We mentioned the rewards. Now Cooper's going to check his rewards. <laughs> I haven't logged in in a while. I think some points expired. Sad. Yeah, that Dodo bag got me to download Pocket Camp and do one little thing so I could get like <laughs> plus 600 coins so I could get the bag because I really wanted that bag. Um, I have no interest in playing it whatsoever. But oh, I mean, if they're going to get a free Dodo bag, they've had some it. cool events. Oh. Did I play any of them? No, because I don't play Pocket Camp. Because I played it for a while, and I wasn't having any fun. Wait, do you get this in the game, or do you get... There's a leaf bandana? Download code. Oh, I think in-game. No, wait, because it has pictures of outside. All right, Cooper, you can look at your present, what you want later. We've got... (laughs) we got a show to run. Can't even so, yeah. can't even figure out the leaf bandana. <laughs> the bandana? Is this real life? <laughs> I real life. All right, I rolling on, life. rolling on Since with the PlayStation perfect. stuff. So, Sony has actually finally sh- uh, told everyone the the down low on the backwards compatibility situation of PS4 games on PlayStation Five. Um, they were right that the vast majority of games will be playable. There's only 10 specific PS4 games that are not compatible with the PS5. None of them really matter. So that's a good thing. It's all just kind of eh games. Uh, but there are a specific 10 list what they said. Um, DWVR, what is DW? I have no clue. Well, DWVR... Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of the Kuma Volume 1 TT Isle of Man Rise on the Edge 2 Just Deal With It exclamation point Shadow Complex Remastered Robinson the Journey We Sing Hitman Go Definitive Edition Shadwin and Joe's Diner Oh man Joe don't say Joe's Diner I can't play Joe's Diner on PS5 no bye. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Play something better. But yeah, I'm so happy uh, when this news came out to see that it's just a bunch of crap games that not a lot of people really care about. Um, There's gonna be that one hater that loves Joe's Diner. <laughs> yeah, this one. No, guy, like, I think what are you talking gonna... about? We Sing's amazing. I think what <laughs> someone's gonna get mad at him is Hitman Go. I think oh, that was the one yeah. people were kind of upset about on when I saw it, which okay. I don't get. Well, not for don't... me, Crab Rave. I can play all the games I want. Which is like These are the just the I'm 10 buying. that are confirmed not to work, though. There could be a few more, but I don't think it's going to be any of their big ones that most people care about. It's yeah. going to be... Though this list doesn't really tell us what else would be on that list since there's no commonality between the... So we'll see. Hey, sorry to interrupt, Cameron. What else did you get? Did you get just the dodo bag, or Cooper? 
Cooper, get off the Nintendo it. Rewards page. <laughs> We're in a podcast. These people don't care about what reward you want. If anybody Dude. wants to prove me wrong, please tell us. I am cringing at the embarrassment <laughs> that the listener is going to experience right now. Oh Sorry. my god. It's cool stuff. <laughs> Alright, we're done talking about that topic. If you haven't already, check it out. Cooper, we are way past if that. You, if you figure out the leaf bandana, please let Cooper know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but God. not right, when we're recording the podcast alright let's continue uh, uh, so yeah um, very small list I'm super happy to see that because there's a ton of PS4 <laughs> games that I want to go back and play on my PS5 So I'm also really excited to see what that boost mode is they've been talking about on some games so I actually when, when I was playing with settings earlier today because I wanted to turn on youtube on my ps4 but i thought I, I forgot i turned off um something so that i could we could record with it so i had to go find that but i found under that setting another setting to boost older ps4 games on the pro so i turned that on so i will be I'll probably you play have to something turn that soon. on. Why just not automatically? Yeah, that I had Why to. Is it on the well, because it says if it if it the game starts acting weird, you should turn it off. Mm. So mm. It, it for some reason it was off, even though it claimed the default was on. So I couldn't figure it out because I don't remember turning it off. Well, I hope. I mean, I. I'm not expecting much out of it. My my expectations were low, so really anything is interesting now. I, but now that I've gone ahead and gotten the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have a copy of. I now I just have a sealed copy of Spider-Man Game of the Year version. With and I now I have much. I've next to no reason for it, unless I want to experience the original versus the remaster. Which I doubt I'm going to do in the next decade, honestly. There wouldn't be an. I couldn't see enough reasons to do that, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe one day, but that day is a far long away from today. Um, so, yeah, that's the. That's a short list of uh, the games that not compatible. I'm sorry for all you Joe's Diner fans out there. Um, have your hearts broken. I guess you just have to keep your PS4. Can't sell it off. Um, well, all right. So, Super Nintendo World, the big talk of a new Universal Studios attraction in Universal Studios Japan, is now slated to open in early 2021, which is exciting. I am super jealous that I am a poor man and can't go over there to experience it because... <laughs> All the photos that have been around online look so cool. One day it will open close to us, though. Orlando, and please. And then days soon-ish. Like, probably 2024. Let's so go. we're all money-making boys by then, hopefully. Mm, not me. Not you. You'll be in college. <laughs> but the other three of us should be. We should go. Without yeah. me? Specifically yes. with Chad, you. yes. <laughs> Chad, yes. 
Eins, wo mal. Eins, wo mal wir den. Conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. There we go. Thank you. Conveyor belt. Where you can like order and it like shoots it down to you. 
I saw one video where these people went to this one restaurant. It brings the food down to you, and then you put your plate in this little dispenser hole in your table to return it to the kitchen. And every plate you put in gets you, like, abilities to play this game, like a wheel spin. And you can spin the wheel to either win, like, more food or, like, a little prize or something. I just think that that's just so cool. I really want to try that. Just to get some stupid little prize out of it as, like, a thing. Like, hey, this is what I did. But... Yeah, I, I would much rather do Super Nintendo World here because that way I could it would actually be in English. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wouldn't have to try to tr- yeah. you know worry about that. I feel um, like if I ever went anywhere, but especially Japan, like out of country, it would be like one of those things where it would be kind of loose, but it'd be like, okay, we're going to try to do this around this time. Like you don't schedule a bunch of reservations because then you're locked in. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do reservations either. I wanna, I wanna go to like Super Potato. That's a pretty cool store chain over there. I wanna see. There's a bunch of like local retro shops and stuff with all sorts of stuff. And just, I'd, I'd like to just like walk around through the city, like go through the streets, get some street food, you know, experience like the day to day life of people. Like, what's it like living in the city in Japan? Um, the convenience stores. I wanna hit up a ton of those because they're crazy. They have so much stuff, and they're everywhere. It's like having gas station convenience stores without the gas station, but they sell more stuff than typical gas station stuff. They sell like a ton of like good food. Actually, like you can go and get like bre- like a delicious breakfast from a convenience store for pretty cheap, and all this other like like teas and snacks and cool things there. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. So one last thing, I know that's over there, but I know. And I think you will agree that I couldn't do it. Is Japan has these capsule hotels, which is basically just like oh yeah yeah, like a, a like, small little bed. Yeah, like, like a little tube thing you get to lay in. It's got a tiny TV and a tiny fan and a little yeah, light. I don't think I could survive doing that though. I wouldn't yeah. do. I would. I wouldn't mind doing that for like a night, like just you to try I mean? it. And because yeah, I knew but... I probably wouldn't like it, but just to see. Just a nice... I'm not saying just like just... it. I'm just saying like I'm pretty sure I would just start freaking out if you tried to put me in. Well, you, don't, you don't close the door. It's open. You can close it if you like, but you don't mm-hmm. have to. I mean, you're not trapped in there. It's not like they lock you in. It's like, hey, you can't leave this tube until 6 a.m. Like, <laughs> hope you don't piss well, yourself. Well, oh no, time to die. Yeah, no. Yeah, I I wouldn't enjoy staying there for a long time either, but I would like to give it a shot because it's just so different. You could go to the thing that Nintendo used to do. Love hotels. No. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the love hotel just... with all my homies. <laughs> I can't believe you just suggested that. Hey, yo, what's your type? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So... Moving on, Nintendo Treehouse, past week, a uh, ton of gameplay of the new Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, and Pikmin 3 Deluxe, showing off a yeah. ton of stuff there. Also looked so cool. I wasn't able to watch it live because of uh, work, but I did watch some highlights. Um, I watched a lot of the Pikmin 3 stuff after, and I've been battling in my mind about getting it i've decided i'm not going to because i should 
I went through the same BS with Paper Mario and I ended up getting it. So I'm going to beat Paper Mario and then I might get it later. But I already have Pikmin 3 on the Wii U and there's not a lot of stuff personally that appeals to me. Like, there's a ton of new stuff in it, which we will discuss momentarily. But... It's like the biggest uh, version of a Wii U game brought over to the Switch, the like newest version. I have an idea what I'm trying to say, but I can't get because like yourself. they brought over Tropical Freeze, and all they did was add Funky Kong, and they brought over Mario okay. Kart Eight Deluxe, but it's and it's Just... pretty well done. It's like the probably the next one, but it's more because yeah. they combined everything. Yeah, I don't the deal. As much as people will be like, Deluxe counts because it includes all the DLC. It uh. It really doesn't. The like having all the DLC is stuff I played in 2015. With the addition. No, of... you didn't. It didn't come out. Yes, it did. No, wait. Yeah, it came yeah. out in 2015, but the no, DLC didn't. But the DLC came out in 2015 because the game came out in 2014. Yes? No? That sounds wrong. My computer sucks. But I could easily be wrong. Well, there was one more on the top of my it head. It came out in May. May 29th, 2014, which is roughly a year from when Splatoon released. My cart owners can purchase Pat 2 for whatever. Uh, today, April 23rd, 2015. See? The okay. reason I put playing... it in 2016. We've been playing those for five years. I, I want new. I just... You can have new Mario Kart. It will just cost you two hundred dollars to play with friends. I and can't afford one. A hardwood flooring, like at Grant's parents' house. Um. Well. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. So for the hardware warriors stuff, uh, young Robbie and young Pura. Pura? How do you say that? Pur Pura. I can look up the name, Pura. but I can't remember. Pura, Pura. Anyway, they were showing She's off. Impa's older sister? Okay. I want to say older. And then she, like, de-ages herself during, like, before you wake up. Like, she's supposed to be as old as Empa is. Huh. Well, they were... Sh are they shown off as playable? What are they shown off? I guess they're shown off. Uh, they're just... We just saw like younger versions of them in the uh, models, like, but not. We haven't seen if they're playable or not. But okay. High War Warriors, yeah. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, so there's also gameplay shown off for Arbosa, Link, and Impa. Arbosa playable? That's super sick. Yeah, all um, the champions will be playable. Yeah, Zelda's okay. gameplay was shown off on Twitter. Um, you can dress up Link however you like, including so it includes um, some outfits from Breath of the Wild. Uh, it also has the same map as Breath of the Wild and uses the same UI as Breath of the Wild. And if you played Breath of the Wild, you'll know that you can buy back your house. No, you buy a house or in Breath of the Wild, house. but they showed it off in the trailer that Link's living in a house, and the house is the same one. Which means he bought it back. 
from the guy. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you can buy back your house. Your own house. Right. So you uh, should go yell at the man. Yeah. Um So I mean, really like I am so excited for this. This is and like you know, the first one was big because it was like the first one. Like you can finally take Zelda characters and just do what everybody's always wanted to do, which is beat the crap out of Zelda enemies as all your favorite heroes. And now it's like that, but Breath of the Wild. So it's not just generic Zelda. It like ties in to everything. So it's more than just the, you know, beat up Zelda tactical thing. It's... Hyrule Warriors did tie in. You go to the three... Well, in the original version, you went to three different times. You went to Skyward Swords, Ocarina's, and Twilight Princess. And then as um, they added DLC and they released Legends, you also had Wind Waker join in. And it just kept expanding like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it didn't tie in. Like, it was just all Zelda stuff. But now this one's, like, super Breath of the Wild heavy, which yeah. is... That's probably why I'm so excited for it, because Breath of the Wild was just so good. The only game connected to Breath of the Wild on the timeline <laughs> is its prequel and sequel. Yeah. So, yeah. I am super excited for that. It's November 4th, right? I or is it... believe so. I think it's I think it's November fourth. It's either the fourth or the twenty second. I don't know how I'm coming up with either of those because one of those is wrong, but they're both very specific dates. So I'm really not sure how I'm pulling that out. Okay, hey, November twentieth. I was wrong it, on both of them. Where did I get yeah. either of those dates, man? I'm Where did you get the fourth? Games don't release on the on a Wednesday. I wasn't looking to see if it was a Wednesday, Cameron. Uh, but when yeah, okay. So apparently, just don't listen to me because I have no Sunday. idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, so the twentieth, the twentieth. Um, so it's still quite. A, I mean, a little over a month away. We'll probably see all the champions gameplay before then. Yeah. I know they've hinted at another character, but I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Ganon and during that story you kill all the champions. It'd be like the perfect way to tie it. I into would Breath love that. I would love that because I would I would be playing the game and I would be breaking my own heart by doing it. That sounds amazing. And it's not like playing Ganon would be anything new to the Hyrule Warrior games. Yeah. So that's all the stuff shown off for Hyrule Warriors. Um Obviously, since it's still over a month away, I'm sure we'll see more stuff about that. So be sure mm-hmm. to keep track of this podcast because we'll be talking about it all here. Shameless promotion in our own show. Let's all right. go. <laughs> all a right. week after everybody else has talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Pokemon 3 Deluxe. Hey, no, it's only a weekend after. True. Apparently, yeah. per- I don't know how to say it, but Per's name is derived from Prune. Prune. Pariah. Like that, yeah. Okay, so like Impa, Pariah, and Robbie. Is it Pariah? There's no I there. Is it pur- Pariah? Just Pura. Pura? Right? Pura? Hold on. P-U-R-A-H. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The short girl? Yeah, short girl, yeah. but she's a 
it's not short anymore. I don't know how to. Yeah, now she does like the Rockstar pose. Well, true. Nintendo posted uh, her doing the hand thing, and they used an emoji on Twitter when they did. Pikmin 3 Deluxe was also shown off. There is a new difficulty called Ultra Spicy. Ultra Spicy. Actually, I think both are new difficulties. It's got... Cause yeah. I remember the original having difficulties. I couldn't remember when I wrote this list, but I'm pretty sure Pikmin 3 only has the original. And But is, is there a way to make it easier? Because a lot of the... Not like a difficulty thing, but a lot of the Wii U games had like, oh, here's this item that will make the game broken. Yeah. And I couldn't remember if Pikmin 3 had that already, um, which would be similar to an easy mode anyways. I don't remember. I just know I'm really happy to be talking about Pikmin 3 because I um, was dealing with changing some passwords. Because uh, apparently some of my old passwords are just sitting around in um, uh, Chrome. No, well, yes, but uh, data breaches on various sites. My RuneScape account got hacked, dude. <laughs> Not only I got banned. I got me banned. That's yeah, so... yeah, that happened uh, to my account as well. I had to email Jagex, and they're like, we'll review it. And they ended up giving me my account back because... You should probably do that, Cameron, me. but that sucks since you had so much... Well, I mean, um, even if you lose the account, you don't play RuneScape. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's if you more do, just start a new account password. on Old School. Like, you know, it's it's about, you know... You know, it's not like we really caught up about it anymore. Anyway... Uh, so yeah, Ultra Spicy Difficulty is a super hard difficulty mode where you can only have a maximum of 60 Pikmin on the field at any one time. Which is going to be interesting, because part of getting to 100 is that freedom to not have to go pluck them anymore. So that speeds up the process there. But once you have all three captains unlocked, for that playthrough, you're going to be managing yeah, twenty Pikmin with each captain. Your pipelining ability is going to be severely choked. Like mm -hmm. even if you're playing with a friend, which it, it actually plays really fluidly to play co-op. Um, but even if you're playing with a friend, it's still you know thirty Pikmin. Like you might be able to beat some bosses with that many. Um, uh, the well, you could probably uh, beat the one that you just need the rock Pikmin for. Yeah, the mod ad only yeah. needs like thirty because that's what I did. Um, but it's it severely limits you. I'm I'm going to be really interested to see how um, a playthrough goes with that because I'm definitely doing it. I have yet to try out the. Uh co-op but i really do need to do that um yes speaking it of, is, there is it, new there's no there's now a co-op mode for the main story and there is also a new alternate story mode um and there's obviously new controls so for the uh two people in the world that owned a wii u um 
to so play was... Pikmin 3 on the Wii U, you Wait. had to use the touchpad. No. You didn't There's have... at least three you people. The the... There was us, as in me, Karen, and Cooper. And then there was you. And then there was Gerard, the completionist. Okay, Yay! For like, for like the 20 people that bought a Wii U, I'm just going to kind of future-proof <laughs> myself from you. Um, you. The default control scheme was to hold the gamepad with one hand and then use the touchpad with the other hand to control your pigment and move around and stuff. So they've reworked it now. I don't think they ever played with that one. Um, that's what I was using when I was playing through it. It's not bad, honestly. It's not. None of them are bad. The other options are, I think you can use a pro controller. Yeah, you yeah. could. And you can do Wii Mode and Nunchuck. Because they had to include the pro controller as an option so that you could do versus. Yes. Olmar versus Alf. Uh, no, wasn't it? I don't think Olimar was playable at all. Yes. Sure was in Battle was Bingo it? and in uh, the little mode where you would could use all seven Pikmin colors. That doesn't make sense. It was Olimar and Alf as the two captains because they're the main characters. I will have to check that. that right. <laughs> have you seen these charts? Let's take a look at these charts. He's going to look it up and go, Oh, wow. <laughs> Alex is right. Um, oh, anyway, so now uh, the control fair. scheme is being reworked a little bit. Obviously, uh, dual stick. Um, there's a new lock-on thing where you can like lock on to yeah, specific That was targets. in there already. Well, now it's prominent. They've made a big deal about it, like it wasn't before. And it's very useful. Makes things a lot easier. There's an achievement system. There's a new encyclopedia for new. Pikmin. That is new. The Pikopedia is uh, previously only in Pikmin 2, and uh, Pikmin 2's uh, Wii, Wii re re so, release. There's this I'm in the game, prepared. Cameron. It was already there. There's this in the game. It was already there. No, no, no. The there. Pikopedia is only in Pikmin 2. They yeah, took it out from Pikmin yeah, 3. Yeah. It's already yeah, there. It's so I'm confused. Is it a new story, or is it just the old cutscenes that they had that you had to unlock or a the, website? The side mission? Yeah. I don't think they've said. I if they've said, I don't know. Um, I didn't. That being I've, said, because the Pikmin one, I just kind of skipped around since it was so long. So if they answered it there, I don't know. I I didn't watch the treehouse. I didn't either. I didn't have time. Um, I think that's just cool. Well, um, you are right that they they did do that. There is a um demo available right now. Um, the game released at the end of the month, so you have a little time. And if you play it and beat the first boss. You unlock ultra spicy mode for when the full game comes out, and I'm not sure if it requires beating the first boss if it, or if it requires beating the first mission uh, that you can go do in the demo. But you can unlock extra missions at the start of the game. But I do think um, the side story is locked to. 
um, finding Louie in the main game. Well, it might be finding Olimar. Dang, you just no stepped all over Grant's lines. Yeah, for real. Well, no, this is Cameron's. This is Cameron's shtick. I don't know much about Pikmin as he does. <laughs> I was just making a joke because you were about to read it off of the podcast script, and Cameron's like, "No, stop! I've well, got this." Well, Cameron mentioned earlier that he was very excited to talk about it, so I was like, "You know what? Let's yes, let's let Cameron am... take the reins on this." Dude, Which I entrust I'm... him to do. I'm excited. I like. Um, unlike the Wii U version, I have my Switch right at my desk. I can play it whenever I want, which means I can just play through the whole game, 100% it. Say it with toilet. me now. On the toilet. <laughs> at my desk. <laughs> On the toilet. <laughs> no, my desk is not at the toilet. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. For the party. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, by when he says anywhere he wants, he means on the toilet. Just like the rest no, of us. At the desk. On the toilet. On the toilet. <laughs> Alright, um, so yeah, that's coming out at the end of the month. Um I won't be getting car. it at launch because I've got other priorities with I don't limited game money, but uh, I should. I really, the really PS5 should. I, that cost you I need a lot to get well, I need hey, to that's probably paired off um, now. I should use some of my birthday money for Spider-Man. I, mean, I didn't say it wasn't. It's just that's your main priority. With yeah. Well, I would have gotten it if my dog's medicine didn't cost like two hundred dollars. So. Dude, owning a pet's an expensive thing. Yes, especially a pet yes, with heartworms. But, the, but they act as good guard dogs. Sid would not guard important. anything. He would just immediately run up and be like, "Oh, a new person, pet me, please." You think that, but dogs are pretty good about reading the, how their uh, owner feels about the situation. True. But also, my Sid's dog is old. I'm a Sid is old. So. I don't know. Lily was old and ready to p pounce on Lily anybody. Mailman. Yeah, for real. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you like Pikmin... Definitely should get this. It's at least um, try, and if you haven't, definitely try out the demo. Yeah, at least try the demo. Pikmin is such a good franchise. Pikmin Three is my favorite game in the series. It's so cute and uh, fun to I explore mean, and find all the stuff. I love the fruit that you find. That's just I don't know why that encapsulates me like it does. But something as simple as finding fruit, ooh, I love it. All the little stuff is, you find and the. The like, art style is so good, and the fruit—I love the fruit being hyper realistic. Like some things are hyper realistic. It's in all the game. hyper realistic, like the whole terrain, because it's, it's yeah, like, you know, like out of and it feels out of place so cool. almost. And the puzzles are good. Um, you know, it's if you like strategy, definitely try it out. At least it the is, demo. It's um, super management oriented. Yeah, it's an interesting strategy game. It's pretty stressful though. Well, it depends on. Well, like the first Pikmin, two are a lot more Pik stressful, but three well, like I a little bit. Better I want to agree that. with that. One is stressful because you actually do have a time limit, but two mm. and three, you can. Well, three is more of a time limit than two, and two, you're unlimited. 
but in three you're True, limited by the amount of fruit that you are two, able to you buy. also have more bosses like the water ace everybody's favorite boss in pikmin saint <laughs> dweeble but um yeah it's especially and if you like resource management too that's definitely another reason to try this game out um really are... it's just a good game try the demo you'll like it i'm sure you will um we are all sure you will confident in that so um be sure to keep up with the podcast shameless plug number two on the show because cameron is sure to be talking about it when it comes out oh absolutely um it it doesn't really do a good job of uh explaining this but in the options you there are multiple settings you um personally i like the way that the wii version of pikmin 1 and 2 did where i can kind of uh scroll over the entire screen and um call pikmin to me and that's available if you turn on gyro controls they're not on by default there's gyro controls i didn't even yeah that's, that's cool i'm glad that's there. it's not even seen but it's like that's my preferred way because i hate but while I, it's uh manageable i hate having to be like oh that pikmin's just out of reach you know <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to be flexible on the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not playing Pikmin on the toilet. And what are you? What are you doing with your life, bro? Yeah, bro. You know, I don't think not you're listening. playing Pikmin on the toilet. I'm playing Animal Crossing on the toilet. Uh, I spent all those hours. Yeah. So okay, yeah, that was Nintendo Treehouse. Uh, it's all on YouTube and stuff. If you wanna, if you haven't checked it out yet and didn't know it was a thing for whatever reason. It's on Nintendo's YouTube channel, so give it a watch. Um, lots of cool stuff shown off there. So, moving on. We are in the creepy corner. We're keeping with the alliterations. Mm-hmm. We spent, I, I'm not lying, we spent like 15 minutes before the show trying to find an alliteration that would work. Just for you guys. <laughs> creepy corner. <laughs> I was in so. the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope you like our alliterations, because if not, why are we spending <laughs> so much time trying to be like, okay, what works? For you? Uh, yeah. Um, so, Creepy Corner, it's October, spook time, scary time. We're going to do some horror game recommendations for you guys to play during uh, the month of October. Um, just kind of comes some stuff we all had input on. Um, starting Resident Evil 7, this was my demand to be in here because I've been talking about it the past couple weeks is what I've been playing. Uh, I'm still playing it, getting further in it. It is truly frightening and freaky and disgusting, and I love it. And Where are you now? I am, um, so I got the, I got the arm. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to like, I don't want to spoil it too much if people haven't played it, but I got the arm and then the brother called me and was like, Hey, uh, heard you guys were trying to plan a little something, something. You got to come find me. And then I had to go find the deputy and do the thing, which I'm not going to talk about. And now I have to find some key cards to go to the next place. And I'm totally lost. That's where I stopped playing. So I've got to look. Okay. I can see why you're lost at the key cards. Yeah. But um, dealing with all the, the, the bugs and like getting the flamethrower and the wife turning into like that 
creepy, that super frightening thing that was terrifying. Um, and I'm just encapsulated. It's so scary. So, so after you it. beat seven, are you going to get the, uh, hold on, let me check, make sure I've got this name right. Get what, the DLC? Yeah, the Chris DLC. Um, probably not. I'm probably going to move on to the RE2 remake. I got that for cheap at GameStop recently to move on to once I beat RE7. Um, and of course, like, right after I bought RE7 on disc, it, it got put on Game Pass. I see. So mm -hmm. now I just have the disc. I don't even have to put the disc in because it's on Game Pass. I, already inst I installed all the disc and now it's on Game Pass, so... Mm. Um, but One yeah. of the... DLC campaigns continue something from the story, though. Well, if I'm I don't want if I'm not curious if, if I'm not curious, then I will. But we'll see. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when I get there. Um, next, Dead by Daylight. This is a crowd favorite in our group here. Um, we've played it a lot together. It is, even though we've had situations where it's like everybody is playing a character we all know who is who it's still just so frightening um if you don't know about dead by daylight it's essentially a five-player game where there are four survivors and a hunter uh the goal of the game if you're the hunter is to kill as many of the survivors as you can you're in a small map if you're a survivor your goal is to start generators around the map that allow you to open the exit doors um, there's also a couple other paths to win alternatively, but we won't delve into that. If you, if you start to play it, you'll learn about it. Um, so even though and we've had situations since the last time any of us have played it. Yeah. So, um, even if you have a group of five people, so, you know, one of y'all is the hunter and all that stuff, it's still just so terrifying. Um, if you're a survivor being hunted like that, because, it, noise is really prominent the hunter can hear things and see things better than you can it's hard for you to outrun the hunter basically um if you make any mistake it makes a bunch of loud noise to give away your position um very tense very scary can't recommend it enough super i mean if you're looking for like jump scares especially that's good for some jump scares Absolutely. and multiplayer it's got and the multi playing with friends is super fun because being scared together is more fun than being scared alone. Um, Until Dawn, this was Alex's recommendation. I actually haven't played it. Why don't you uh, take the reins on this? Okay, so it's a game about five years old. And it was a horror survival drama game where you play. So it begins like it has its prequel thing. And then you jump and to the future and you have eight characters that you are in charge of and it will follow them through chapters but your goal is to survive you start late at ish in the day and you need to survive get them all through this hectic scenario of all this random stuff happening at the top of this like private mountain and your goal is to keep all eight of them alive till the dawn of the next day. And okay. it, I liked it so much because of like the mystery and the horror stuff related to it that it got me to buy their next game. 
um, made by the company, but I didn't actually like that one as much. Until Dawn's uh, pretty old, right? Like not not like a super yeah, old, but like it's a couple years old. It's a 2015 game. Okay, so yeah, yeah five years. Okay, so I will, I'm, I'm I will sure I'll definitely try to find cool. that used. I'm sure it's cheap now. Oh, absolutely. I'll give that a shot. Um, I've seen a lot around everywhere, but it just I don't know. I never put in the effort into looking into it. But after your pitch about it, now that I actually know what it is, that's uh interesting. I'll definitely have to look. Not at a it. long game either. I think it's like ten-ish hours. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, but one more thing. Uh, it, the more like clues you find, it's kind of, which I made me really like this. They'll you when all the characters will like meet up. They'll discuss like what they personally found as you played them. So the more clues you found as that character, the more they'll have to discuss at that time. That's cool. I like that. Um, we can so uh this was cooper's throw in uh simulacra is uh is it pc only um um, well anyway it's a horror game where you um have basically have control of of a random girl's phone and uh, it's got a lot of like I, I assume it's got a lot of like, drama in it mm-hmm. and things oh, of that yeah, nature. Absolutely. So you're, you're you're going through her phone like all these files and finding out all these terrible things. Um, it's like one of those modern horror stories that deals a lot with like social media and things of that nature. Um, very highly yeah, rated on Steam, and uh, I have I have not played it. I do not know much about it, but. Not a bad way to put it, though. A modern horror game. Yeah, it's. And what was that movie that came out about? Like, uh, there was this, like the they were like all in the Facebook video chat. One. There was one where, like, uh, all video chatting on Skype. Unfriended. 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 Yeah, like that. Like that kind of modern horror, where, like social media and like the, the age of the internet and dealing with that kind of drama, but also like when it turns frightening, um, which is a great concept. I love. Uh, that kind of stuff because social media can be super freaky in that kind of light. Sometimes um, you just need to play a modern horror game like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps kind of keep you in check about, like, you know, keeping your mind straight about, like, you know, even though a lot of this is obviously would not happen because it's otherworldly and, you know, fake. But, it's a game, but the you see the truth behind all the you know, the makeup in the game. There's a lot right. of things you can learn from it um, and stuff to keep in oh, mind wow. about social media. So. Okay, so it's yeah, come it's... out on... Uh, wow. or I think it came out on Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, it's on Steam, Windows, and PS4. Okay. I just checked. It's but they've, the company behind it's made four-ish games. Depending. Yeah. They've made three, definitely four, depending on how you count one of them. The first one is on the Switch. Okay, I thought okay. I had seen one of their games go Switch. I wasn't sure if it was that one or not. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, staying on that topic just a little bit. It's I the internet, especially with how many passwords um, can just be easily hacked if you're not keeping an eye on you know your thousands of accounts since everything requires an account to use 
nowadays. Well, I don't um, know. Ooh. It is... Like, those modern horror games that focus on... Not, well... More technology being bad, I guess. But it's... You know, it's something to keep in mind. Not like that technology is it. inherently bad, but it can be no, used no, really like, badly. People get can that, definitely yeah. use it to be bad. Yes. I've got two comments on that. The re the passwords being hacked so easily is why I've got mine saved on Chrome, but not my Google account connected. Like my Chrome stuff isn't saved; it's just exclusively locked to my laptop. Okay. But I have it with Chrome, so I can click the check password button to see if it's any have been compromised. Yeah, mm. I'm really glad that feature's there. Yeah, Not all I... of, like bigger passwords to like more important things aren't on there, but like basic password. Not basic ish, but most of my passwords. So they were compromised on my computer. What? Two of your passwords showed up as compromised when I was checking mine earlier. Okay. Yeah, I, I got I sent, that message too yeah. recently. That's that's actually frightening. That's that's like what real account? Life I'll fix. Um, I, I sent you a message with the yeah, screenshots. Yeah, maybe of maybe don't say that live on the, on the show. Obviously not, but <laughs> I just want. Well, you know, it's. Like, uh, but the other idea is the horror game, horror like that is why um, Black Mirror got so big. Oh, dude, I love Black Mirror. I've never been so you want to be creeped out you just watch word. that i don't think mm -hmm. i've just seen any of that but that's just that's more of a modern uh twilight zone right but so um, scarier it's it's it well imagine if twilight zone was like looked at the dark recess yeah like like, like true... it's either what's actually happening now uh but a little pushed extreme or like what could happen if we continue down certain paths that we're currently on? Yeah, it's it is Twilight a, Zone meets. Yeah, I want to Twilight Zone that is based in the, like future paths of reality. It's the and best being... representation of psychological horror that I have ever experienced. Um, I haven't watched all of the episodes because it's mentally taxing to watch. It really is. It's hard to watch because. Like Alex said, like that's it's a possibility, and it, that's what makes it so scary. The one with like the museum where the guy was like showing off all these tech, all these like used tech things, to this girl, uh, like all of that stuff is just so, the idea alone is just so messed up. And um, Twilight Zone looks like child's play compared to this because Twilight Zone sometimes it had scary like ideas and situations but a lot of the times it was just kind of like ooh scary stories told at the campfire kind of thing and i'm not knocking twilight zone because twilight zone is amazing i very much like that show but, but it's if definitely you compare, like say we went back in time because we flew too high in the air and now we're at the 1930s fair to hey technology has repercussions like okay so what comes to mind for awesome. me for twilight zone there's an episode where like an old woman who's a widow there's a storm a telephone line gets knocked down the land the the line lands at her husband's grave and the husband is able to call her in the middle of the night even though he's dead like that's Whoa. that's spooky right that's kind of freaky spooky, but black yes. mirror goes like hey 
imagine if your terminally ill wife and her conscience got implanted into your mind so that she could watch everything you're doing and that you could communicate in your own head. But then that means she would have to watch everything you're doing, including moving on and getting a new partner. Oh, and you so, have to, and you can't, she can't die. So, oh, yeah. well, so, so you either have to decide with a doctor while she's watching, she sees everything. So you have to either tell the doctor, I want her dead and out of my mind or what they did in the show, spoiler warning, mute for a quick second. They put her in a teddy bear. So she, they gave the teddy bear to the child so the mom could still see the kid and all the stuff she, the kid does. You know, it's like a kid's toy, but doesn't have to see all the stuff that the dad is doing because she can always nag at him and like yell at him and cause emotional distress. So she got implanted in this teddy bear and then the teddy bear sits in the museum, which is in that episode. And she's still in there for eternity because it's her conscience. She's basically just watching out the eyes, which is like, so yeah, like not to get like all of a sudden super sad and distraught, but that is, that's that's the two differences. It's so so frightening because that's possible. I mean, if we figure out how to capture consciousness, people haven't thought of things like that before. Uh, uh, not Alex, um, Who's the little scientist in Captain America? Um, Zola. Zola, yeah, because they they did something similar in Winter Soldier for him. So it's not like that's the first time someone's thought of that. The, we could very well be working on tech like that, and that's scary. You know, yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so. I was going to comment real fast. The one that comes to me for Twilight Zone is uh, just because we saw it when we were pretty little, so it's just stuck with me for a long time, was um, the little girl. There was a little girl, and she oh, was bringing that one up. Yeah. <laughs> if she said goodbye to people, they would, like, die within, like, the next scene. That's freaky. Yeah. Uh, right. She, like, at the beginning of the episode, she hugged a friend goodbye. No, and it's, it, so at it the beginning, a, it's, it's her mom. It's an icy day. Right? It's her mom at the beginning. So, like, their oven's, like, broken. Ooh. So it does, so the light that's supposed to tell you that it's gas isn't working. And the girl tells her bye, so her mom dies. And then and her friend dies because her scarf gets like caught on the door while she's leaving. Like she trips on ice or something. Her scarf gets caught on the door and yeah, chokes her. I don't think yeah. choke or broke her head. I don't. They didn't show how she died. They just wow. you know, implied that she died. That's by freaky. having her scarf caught on the door. And then at the end, uh, was it her sister? Her sister's like scared of her, so she's gonna so take she, her to the lake and drown her because she's fulfilled the uh, and inflatable I don't, tube with the uh, rocks. I don't remember so the girl how sees it in her mirror of yeah, her she, drowning she and says goodbye to herself. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how she saw the other ones, but the that's basically like the whole idea of it. Like that that's one of the creepier ones I can think of for Twilight Zone. Most of them aren't. You know, most like, of them are just like ooh, reality. But that one's kind of like, 
up there with like actual horror. Yeah, it's it's when there's like like for me it's when there's truth in it. Like there like there's a Twilight Zone episode where um so like it's the fifties or it's yeah, the fifties or sixties or something. Cold War, full flames, and obviously the nuclear threat is huge. And there's a false alarm nuclear warning. So a big Which a big like happened. a family and a bunch of like neighborhood friends are over having a party, chilling, having a good time. Then um like they're all sitting around the TV and all of a sudden the nuclear warning comes on, like, hey, there's gonna be a bomb in like fifteen minutes. Like we gotta like you gotta do whatever you can right now. Go. So Hawaii so, last year. Yeah. So yeah. um all the, the friends leave and everything, they're all gonna go. And the family that's hosting the party, they invested in a nuclear bunker in their house. So they have like a like a full underground, airtight, filtrated, concrete surrounded, like the whole shebang, filled with all this a bunch of supplies. And uh, the neighborhood friends don't have they didn't do anything. They never invested any of it. And they all try to come over and ask for help. And they have to turn them away because the bunker is only built for four people. Or like three people, and they and they already have the family size is three, like they built it for themselves, so they have to tell all their friends no, which is like basically tell them you're gonna die. But it's either tell them no and they die, or tell them yes and everybody comes in and you all die because it's not made for that, like you just won't survive. And then all the friends go crazy because they're like, well, well, if we can't have it, then no one can, and they like bust down the door. I think it like some kind of thing to like ram the door and like bust it down and break it. Turns out the alarm is false. And that there's no worry, but now everybody knows what people really can be. Yeah. And so Which... that's that's like that one really stuck with me for real. Um, and then you have stuff like uh, Japan. Well, no, that was actually real. North Korea's attack on Japan with the ballistic missile that overshot. Yeah. Yeah, and then the thing in Hawaii as well. Like it. That stuff is terrifying, but, you know, we don't live near any major, uh... Doesn't matter if we live near it. I mean, they all have the... Tuck- okay, you know what? Let's oh. get off this topic. Um, the, yeah, so we're, psychological we're a little horror too, is very uh... bad, and uh, uh, war is bad, and uh, if you want to experience things like that's true psychological horror, go watch Black Mirror. It's on Netflix. Um, speaking of psychological like horrible... This- a list of yeah um twilight zone yeah um so that actually ties into our honorable mention here uh eternal darkness for gamecube it's a psychological horror game that is very good and it's super unique in the way that it tries to scare you and messes with your sanity there's a sanity mechanic that uh for the sake of time we won't explain to here to you here and it's the only reason it's an honorable mention is because it's, it's expensive and hard to find and unless you have the money to get the game or a gamecube and and the game or something like that you have to go through emulating which we are not recommending but you i mean it's an option blah 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 you know we're not telling you to do that it's hard to get so it's an honorable mention but uh, yeah also very frightening and it's like the one nintendo game that they've published themselves that's a horror game outside of our other honorable mention luigi's mansion the best horror game (laughs) 
Yeah. I, I was gonna say trash, but it's a good game. It's just, I mean, if you're if you're if you're not mild <laughs> spook, you know, like ooh, ghosts are gonna it's get you. It's a fun like early Halloween uh, October game though. That is, yeah, yeah, that is a. And if you're a kid, it's, it's scarier if you're. I get your kid to play it. It's 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 easy on kids. It's just like ooh, there's ghosts in this house. You gotta scare. It's you gotta get them all. Young Resident Evil. That's two, true. Where you have keys to unlock doors. And you've got boss fights with ghosts instead of zombies. Yeah. And you're in a mansion. It's perfect. So, yeah, that was our creepy corner. Um, that got so morbid. Holy crap. I am so. I apologize. We, we Dude, went we, so dark. We, we were sitting in we silence talking to, about, like, yeah, we might all just, like, die one day. We might need to <laughs> put a trigger warning at the beginning of the thing. If you're scared of. <laughs> uh, Talking uh, about kind of morbid and saddest things, uh, you might just want to skip over <laughs> creepy corner. Yeah, more creepy uh, corner, more like psychological death corner, <laughs> existential psychological, dread corner, psychological palace. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The alliteration. Okay, let's move on. It's happy. We're not gonna. We're not gonna try to be sad. It's spooky month, not sad month. <laughs> Though, spooky <laughs> games do make people sad. So. I was yeah. okay. One one last thing before we move on, though, I will say Eternal Darkness does actually kind of tie into um, how we were talking about uh, Twilight Zone because it's a uh, yeah, that's what I said. Like, they're, they're both outdated. It's, it's yeah, they're, they're both outdated because of uh, what they were originally meant to be on. But you know, they're they're, they're still good. Yeah, there's psychological horror in it. So if you're a freak and you like that stuff like we do, then. Uh, I mean, if you want to try to get it anyway, then you you're can. in good company. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to some tidbits. So, um, Pikmin shorts removed from the eShop and posted on YouTube by Nintendo. So, like, the Pikmin short movies are no longer available to watch on the eShop, but they are on Nintendo's YouTube channel now. And if, they, for whatever as reason, far as I'm aware, they have never been able to be posted by other users. Like, I want to say they're one of the few things that was always. Copied. I think they eventually got posted by people. It was yeah, just, did I don't they? Know on YouTube, it was like I think they'd be shrunk or they'd be river uh, flipped or. But this, Nintendo's officially posted them now, so. Yeah, so if yeah. you're just dying to watch some Pikmin short films, go to YouTube. They're all cute. Yeah. Uh, yes, they were worth yeah. the five dollars I spent. Um. Mario Kart Live comes out this Friday, two days after yeah. this podcast episode goes up. I hope Have you ever pre-order pre it because yeah. I haven't. Um, I, none of us are I getting still... it because we think the 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 value is a little low on it. But, um, but awesome. you, I mean, there's impossible to pre-order like, it. I think it's cool that there's like twelve built-in like themes. Mm-hmm. No, there's like twenty something from what okay. I saw earlier. All the skins they're doing for it that kind of shows what they could do for like Mario Kart Nine. It's like a super cool thing. We just all yeah. think it's a little out of our price range for something that it's we're out not of our price range and as yeah. much as yeah. definitely not want the target to. audience for it. Look, my two dollar price range. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, we actually, or at least I do. I think it's super cool. I think, it's I think really these cool, guys yeah. do as well, but you also kind of have at a disadvantage because 
at least from playing with them as kids, stuff that is like a motorized car has problems unless it's on like hardwood or linoleum or concrete yeah. where they can just run. Wait, if it's on carpet, then right. it's... Well, yeah, because huh? you can't drift on carpet. No. You can't really drive on carpet either, though. Yeah. The wheels just have problems. Um, so if you don't have it pre-ordered, be sure to show up to that store Friday early. Well, I don't, I don't have it pre-ordered. Yeah, I don't. Uh, While we're being I don't pre-orders available. I I saw Walmart. Uh, they were Walmart. first, and then Amazon had it for like two minutes. But I don't know where if it's even been available anywhere else. Like, it, I haven't seen it up for pre-orders. But I don't think the stores are going to get a lot of them either, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you want it and you don't have a pre-order, go early. Um, so, yeah, that comes out this Friday. It's exciting to see uh, how people are going to react to it. And uh, especially, like, like a year after. Like, see how, how well those cards hold up to little kids, you know, just beating the crap out of those things. Because you know they're yeah, going to get destroyed. So we'll see no, how uh, good that build quality turns out being in a year or so. I thought this yeah. was a family-friendly podcast, are... Grant. What do you think the chances are of one of the first YouTube videos of it being, how well can they survive falling down 15 stairs? <laughs> Drop from 500 feet. Yeah. Someone did that with the Switch, so... It I, survived! I Only we... the Joy-Con shattered. Yeah, the right I think that's pretty good. I give, it, I give it about two weeks before we see those being destroyed a lot. Yeah. Two no, weeks because they had to find them first. Um... So, oh. Yeah. Huh? oh, sorry. One of the dudes I watched, literally, he's been doing a checklist. One to keep, one to smash. <laughs> um, Spider-Man Miles Morales has gone gold. It is being printed on discs now. That is super exciting. We are uh, just about a month away from PlayStation 5 and a little more for Xbox or a little less, one of the two. It's about time for the new generation. We're closing in. You know, just over 30 days. It's really heating up now. It's, I'm super excited for that. Um, and that's about it. It's gone gold. Who I mean, it's still going to be a huge day one patch like every other game. But it's happening. Right. It just, we're getting close. I'm super ready. I'm so ready. Um, rumors claim that Level 5, a uh, third-party developer, has essentially shut down its North American operations and has no plans to produce any more games outside of Japan. Um what is level five known for Layton and yokai watch so they used to be big oh. with Layton, and then they uh switched to trying to push yokai. yokai watch very hard oh. and they've been having product like business issues for a few years now so if this rumor is true i'm not really that surprised i'm just a little upset because when they actually do Layton games they're pretty good and i really like their crossover with uh capcom's ace attorney so, back when I was really big on uh, playing Pokemon, um, there were several people in the community that were like, I'm in Japan, and Yokai Watch is everywhere. And they tried to do that here, too. Yeah, but I remember that. But it, you know, didn't. And I think they've been hurting from that attempt ever since. No, they've been making other like bad. Well, they've been making other 
bad decisions too, but like they wanted things to do as well as Yokai Watch did in Japan. Which is makes sense, but they produced a lot of games very fast. It was like Pokemon levels of production for a brand new IP. Yeah. I mean there's a Yokai Watch on the Switch, isn't there? I think so. There's like a bunch that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of Yokai Watch for a series that isn't that old. Um so yeah, that I mean uh that's you know a shame I guess. Um Yokai maybe Watch they'll get is... by one of the big two in Japan. Yeah, maybe. Actually we're trying to get um there was that deal Target had over the summer for a bunch of uh you could you know, Switch games were actually on it for once. So we were like, Okay, we'll try to get the uh Catalina game, which Catriella. is uh, Catriella. I don't know names. I just know she's in Layton's game. Uh, she's and, his daughter. And it was not available physically. So it's their their games are hard to get physically. Well, um, all right then. Persona Five Strikers uh, has had a release date listed as twenty twenty one by Gameware, who is a game retailer in Australia. Apparently, um, the UK as well. Okay, so that's some news there. Persona Five Strikers will be coming relatively soon, hopefully. Um, bravely, bravely default. Oh, uh, the it's new supposed one. to say Bravely T Default 2. Yeah, I was assuming that. Bravely Default 2 um, now will be 2021 instead of 2020. Doom Eternal has been pushed back to second quarter of 2021 instead of or initially supposed to be coming out this year. Um, That's what Gameware is claiming on all these things. Yeah, and but they are assumingly trustworthy as they have leaked release dates for other games previously, such as uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. So, um, maybe, I mean, I I mean, I won't have to have any reason to doubt it. None of these games are, you know, incredibly huge. On, um, you know, on the note of Melody of Memories, there's a good chance we could be talking about that next week. Because we don't know when that demo is supposed to release. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It, it, we're almost... Halfway through October, so shameless plug number three. Be sure to check next week. <laughs> uh, go back and watch our other seven videos. Uh, go watch our Splatoon videos of us conquering the Splatfest. We don't talk, although I don't know if you want us to. Yeah, it's really hard to keep us family friendly just for like an hour and a half for a podcast, so we don't even try for the Splatoon thing. So. Uh, there's, a reason, there's a reason we don't talk. <laughs> oh, no, we talk. We just don't record it. Oh, yeah. Shh, don't tell them right. that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't want Mike. We sit in silence <laughs> and play Splatoon together. Um, so, those are less creepy. I have a lot of respect for YouTubers and Twitch streamers who are streaming for hours and being friend family friendly the whole time. Especially like Twitch streamers because they can't take that stuff out. Yeah, well, I mean that's how a lot of controversy come out. I mean, I mean PewDiePie did it. That's true. So, you know, gets the, gets the best out of them, I guess. 
Uh, Persona 5 Royale has the highest platinum completion rate among all PS4 exclusives at nearly 17%. Um, beating out some, there's some other games. Uh, Concrete Genie at 13%. Ghost of Tsushima at just under at 12.9%. Neo 2 at 9.7%. Marvel Spider-Man at 8.7%. So yeah, Persona 5 has Royale at not 16.7%. So just about 17%, which is, I guess, high. Uh, it's, for, it's pretty good for a platinum rate but it's also like an extremely easy platinum you get like the vast you, majority you, of the trophies just from by doing the story doing the you don't have story. to really go out of your way uh i think the hardest thing on there is technically either um it's the special Reaper or or is it the final boss of royal Probably that one. Um, it, it's not particularly hard. Spider-Man's not particularly what are you talking hard. About? People have to go to the May Cafe, which apparently a lot of people don't do based on the number of people who complain that their <laughs> Platinum Trophies picture is the May Cafe. I wanted it to be the May Cafe, and then I went, wait, no, I just want to finish the game. Um... Return of Trick or Treat Spot Fest is coming at the end of the month, correct? Which oh. I think so. Yeah, I, that is October. That is the weekend of October thirtieth. So starts October thirtieth, ends on I believe the first. That's mm-hmm. how the usual Spot Fest run, but it's also it's hard to judge how long they run some of these. It, it won't be longer than Monday, so the latest. Uh, basically just Splatoween, so Halloween and Splatoon coming back again at you the end of the month. Um, that's sure for there. Um, th- our yeah. new, more Animal Crossing stuff returning. Uh, the Kionchi hat, little double horns, hockey mask, and angler That's fish not animal, animal Crossing. That's what is Splatoon. That? Splatoon. That's Splatoon. Splatoon. We, we yeah. use the hockey mask for... Right, right, like the Jason mask. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, yeah. That's so... why it's under the... Yeah, see, I, I get that. Well, hey, it's the same developer. I'm close. Whatever. It is. Yeah. Um, so that'll be available via a Switch News too. article. Um, yeah. Which everyone that we play with that has doesn't have it should get it. Because uh, those, those are arguably the hardest ones to get because they are limited time. Dude, this and is... They get, back because of the other Splatoon news, which there's actually been a lot for a game that is dead. <laughs> I This is such torture. So now not only do we have the Apex Legends Halloween event, but now we have the return of a Splatoon. And, <laughs> and I have, I have two... And Well, I'm not, I'm not getting that, so that doesn't well, affect yes, me. But... but I have two projects due at the end of this month. And one oh, in like I the very beginning of New Bronx. November 6th. I've got one on... Like the twenty second, I've got one on the fourth, and I'm probably gonna gonna have some other stuff in there because my teachers don't love to tell me anything until like a week before. Or so, yes, I, but that's I the that. best part of college. It's yeah. like the real world. Last minute announcements. How dare you not have this done? Um, at least my teachers have been better this semester, though, of not being like, "Here's your project." Yeah. By the way, the test is also on this week. That's why I'm not in college. Great. Thanks, teacher. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that's coming back. If you like Splatoon, stay tuned for that. And you that. should, like we do. Yeah, you should. You should. If you don't have it, you should at least get it for. The, I mean, the multiplayer is still active. Um, the the spot aren't as right frequent now. as they used to be, but. They they might, who knows? Um, and, if you, and if you get it in time for the Halloween Splatfest, that means you can partake in the Mario based Splatfest in January, and that is completely new. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not a rerun. Which we're all super excited for. Um Okay, Tetris ninety nine, new Maximus Cup, themed after Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield expansion pass. Uh, it is from this coming uh, Friday, October 16th, to the Monday. Basically, this coming weekend. Yes. Um, I was so confused when I saw Pokemon Sword and Shield, because I was like, wait a minute, they already had one. <laughs> yes. yes. Now they get two. Um, so if you play the Maximus Cup, and you get at least 50 points in the event, you will be able to get an in-game theme based on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Is it 50? Is it on? Wow. I thought it's 100 like usual. Oh, it, it does say 50. It's 50 event points. I guess they... Oh, wait. Wait. On, wait. wait a minute. Players can only... Re- if a player received a theme from the original event, they will still experience the in-game sequence when 50 event points have been earned during this revival event. So it's the Pokemon... Uh, it's not for uh, Crown Tundra. It's the Pokemon theme from last year. Oh, oh! So they're giving people another chance to get it. I think. Which they just did for like three of them. That that's means- okay. I mean, that that's a good way to promote the. Well, I don't know. If that's a yes, good way to promote Pokemon. There, there are way easier ways to reach people than Tetris ninety nine. But, you know, a game that you can only own if you own the <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they're easier ways. Nah, um, Nintendo and Game Freak know what they're doing. <laughs> really, because Pokemon's still number one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so Ooh, we're we're I promise we're getting to the end here. Uh, Nintendo Japan has dropped the prices of their Joy-Cons from $50 about to $40 about. That's US. It has gone down to uh, approximately 4,114 yen, which is the base price plus tax. So now, uh, if it were to come here, it would basically be so instead of buying a single Joy-Con for $50, you can now buy a single Joy-Con for $40. Which makes it in line with if you bought two for eighty dollars, now you can get one for forty. Even though single Joy-Con are kind of hard to find and have been for a while. I, yeah, I haven't seen them in years. I feel like it's one of those Japan things, like the Wii U. It was really easy to find the eight gigabyte oh. white version, and I think they have a. Dude, a lot of stuff white. in Japan just doesn't go rare, like. No. Um, a lot of their collectibles go to second-hand shops. Which sell them at full price. No, they sell them like eight bucks. Oh. Like... We go to Japan. Yeah, you yeah. We, we really, really do. Hit some of those second-hand shops up. Because, like, uh, the Sora and King Mickey uh, statue, <sighs> even though it was missing the sand, that was only like ten bucks, right? Bucks. I don't know. I didn't pay for it. It was a gift. 
You're what? not helping here. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's just cheap. So it has dropped. We have no idea if it's going to come stateside or not. But uh, it did happen in Japan, and I'll, there's also not really much of a reason to buy a single Joy-Con anyway. Right. Um, well, that's the last one. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. With all the drift stuff. Um, if it drifts, then I'd recommend just sending it in. Because I think it's still free, right? It's still yeah, free. it's still free, and it should be free until the life cycle is over because of the lawsuits, um, or until they update the design if they ever do that. Um, so yeah, that's just interesting to see. Hopefully, it does come stateside. I mean, I have no reason to buy single Joy-Con, but you yeah. know, it's it's nice to it's just nice to do for because who knows? Unless they do like Fortnite single. <laughs> Speaking um, of all, that is. The the Fortnite Switch was confirmed for a Japan release. So what was it? Yes, I I saw it earlier today. I think. Oh. Uh, so that means. Oh, in Japan, that doesn't mean that the Joy-Con and the well, no, dock are I... going to be exclusive to the bundle though, since they got. I think they have all of them. Maybe not Dragon Quest or um Diablo. It's not Diablo. It's something else. Uh. I think but I know that the Smash ones and Pokemon were released like separately. And the Mario Smash... left Smash is obviously the best. Just a single line on that gray Joy-Con. Well, that's right, Smash. No. It, yes. It's oh my left. god. Oh my god! Hang uh, on. Shoot! So... It is. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. Because um, I drew it in my mind, and I'm like, okay. that doesn't make sense. So speaking of Smash Bros? Yeah, so uh, yeah. final story, Steve and Alex will be dropping uh, the day this podcast comes out, correct? Uh, or the well, day before? No. 11 hours prior to this so podcast. So if you're listening to this, Steve is out. If you don't have it downloaded, download it now. Actually, I guess if you're listening to this part... It's been out. Steve and Alex have been out for over twelve hours. Yeah, so this um, so there's no point in telling you the time because if you're listening to it now, it's out. So you've probably played them. We've probably played them. Yeah, and we will be sure to discuss it next week and see just how crazy it is. So um, yeah, he is out now, and he's available to buy. Or if you got the Fighters Pass, you should update your Game Boy because he is. And it has finally happened. It's been so long that people have been asking for Steve, and he is finally upon us. He has come down from the heavens to embrace us with his beauty, his gamer beauty. And with that, we are done. I told you we were getting toward the end. This was such a long episode. There's so much stuff in it. We thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, and we hope to see you back next week for the podcast. Uh, is that a, is that a plug too? Please come back. I guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit us up on Twitter with suggestions you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, add us on Twitter at All Night Gamers. Night is with a K. Or YouTube slash Stormwind Games. Uh, we're there on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and an RSS feed. Um, every Wednesday, seven a.m. Central Time. So uh, we appreciate you guys so much for watching or watching listening yeah yeah i know i sound like a youtuber um we could do a watch one it would just be a lot of editing yeah um well i don't don't know we just i I think the camera would make us extra cringe 
Not with the camera, just uh, with like hey, the discuss it after discussing. Discuss it after. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, they sorry. obviously want to hear us discuss things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They've listened this long. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. bye.